Hey ladies, welcome back to the Herb Podcast. I am super excited to be back. We are finishing um, this topic for November called Girl Stop Apologizing. And I am super honored to have a new guest speaker on today's show. Her name is Maddie Kitchen and she is from Bay St. Louis, Missouri. Um, and I have connected with her through Instagram. I'm super excited just to hear her heart today as we go off of this topic. So welcome to the podcast, Maddie. Hi, thank you for having me. I'm so excited to be here. I'm excited to have you. Honestly, I was kind of like watching your social media the past few weeks and I was like, oh, I just can't wait to have you on your your social media is full of light. So tell the girls as they're listening to this podcast a little bit about you, where you're from and what you do. And we'll just jump right in. Yeah, absolutely. As you said, my name is Maddie um, on social media. Most people know me as Maddie Joy. Um, and honestly, I am mostly just a writer, writer and speaker. Some, um, God has really just privileged me with the opportunity to use the platform of Instagram to pursue the passion of writing that he's given me just to speak life and to share his word. So I spend a lot of my time doing that. I actually work a full-time job also outside of social media and Instagram as well. Uh, but as far as that, I do a lot of writing. Um, before all of this um, current world craziness, I was doing some traveling and speaking and things like that. Um, but honestly, just a communicator. And I just have such a heart to share the truth of God's word, especially with this generation. Um, so, yeah, that's really what I do. That's so awesome. I know. I feel like you have your hands in a lot of things. So are you born and raised in Missouri? Is that your homeland? No, I'm actually born and raised in San Francisco, California area. Okay. Um, but my parents are from this area. So I lived there until I was about 14. I'm actually born and raised pastor's kid. Uh, and okay. when I was around 14, my parents actually felt called back here. So that was a huge transition and actually a huge part of my testimony in my life, uh, huge life change, huge culture change as well, but I'm super thankful and happy to be where I am, but I'm also super thankful for where I came from as well. So yeah, yeah. that's awesome. Totally different cultures because I'm out here in San Diego and I'm originally from the South in Louisiana. So it is two different worlds, Absolutely. but I'm excited to hear your heart and the transition of everything. Um, As we're talking about this topic this month, Girl Stop Apologizing, I let's go back to because you're in your career right now and you're walking in your purpose, which is amazing, but every girl has a different story. So let's go back to like, um, let's go back to San Francisco because you said you were there until you were 14 years old. Yes. Um, Being a pastor's kid, I know how that is. So that is a very, very different season for most people who can relate to it. But going back and being under that covering um, as a pastor's kid, was there ever any any rough seasons that you walk through trauma, you know, relationships or just hard times that you walk through. And now that you are in Missouri being the woman you are today, if you were to go back, you know, realizing some things, maybe it was boundaries or things that weren't healthy. What was there any season or rough patch in, um, in those days? Sure. I would say, as I said, the transition from California to Um, St. Louis was was one of the most shaping seasons of my life. I am super thankful to say that I grew up in a very healthy um, 
area as far as being raised as a pastor's kid. I know some people have different experiences with that, but I can honestly say I adored um, being raised in that upbringing and my parents and our community did a really great job as far as just as walk, as far as walking alongside us in that. But it's for sure hard. And it was something where I didn't have a lot of people in that area, my age that I could relate to. So I think mm-hmm. we can all say um, that we maybe had that season in our lives where we sort of lived that double standard a little bit. And I wouldn't say, um, I wasn't really that girl that did anything crazy, but also there was some shame and embarrassment a little bit. Um, and the mm-hmm. fact that my dad was one of the only pastors in the area that I lived in. And honestly, Christianity wasn't really a huge thing. Um, you know, we had a lot of Catholics and other things like that, but there was a little bit of embarrassment that I had when people would find mm-hmm. out, you know, that my dad was a pastor or things like that. And so I would, uh, I can look back to times where I kind of avoided questions or avoided kind of sharing that part of my life. And that's something that I, I look back and I really regret. I wish I would have been more bold in my faith in those moments. Um, and I kind of found myself living in the limbo of that, of, okay, I was really young and I knew that I was called, but also there was a fear and a shame in that. And so that's some something huge that I've had to look back at and say, okay, Lord, forgive me. But also you've brought me to a place where looking back, I can look back at those times and say, you know, okay, maybe I wasn't as bold as I could have been or should have been, but the Lord has so redeemed that and stirred my heart so much moving from that Mm -hmm. um, in that move and transition. It was a super lonely time. I would say um, it was not at all expected. And so the Lord just did so much shaping me. He brought me to a time where it certainly was just was really just me and him um, that Mm -hmm. I had. And so it was through that season where he really just reshaped, you know, my identity. I had a lot of identity crisis uh, at a young age, just being born, you know, straight into the church and there wasn't an overwhelming amount of pressure, but it's just what you're grown into. So there was a time where it had to become what it was just for me. You know, I had to make that active decision of, okay, this is actually what I want. Lord, show me who I am in you and what you would like me to do. And it was through a season of, of brokenness and loneliness that he really brought me to that place. So that's speaking into that transition a little bit. That's good. And then moving, you know, across the map to Missouri, obviously like new school, new friends, yes. new season, new choices, like everything's so new. Um, was there ever a season that you were just like, why? Like, you know, because when you transition um, and go into something new, it's uncomfortable. Yes. And that's where growth starts. So was there ever a season, I guess, entering Missouri that you were just like, what am I doing? Like, is this even right? Am I in the right place? Like what am I, you know, like, yeah, absolutely. And the crazy thing about that, I think was that I was in a season where such a drastic change has been made, had been made and it wasn't my choice at all. So it was almost like everything I knew had been ripped out from under me. Um, and I asked God why so much I had such a hard time because I had never been in an environment before where people didn't really know me because I was always the pastor's kid or I had gone to school to the same school for my whole life. I had lived in the same city. And so now I'm entering into a place where people don't really know me. And I have this new opportunity to create a clean slate, but I didn't really know how to present myself. Um, And so the really awesome part about that was 
it took a really long time. I would say it took a couple of years, honestly, for the Lord to really rebuild that. But something that I've learned and that he continues to just speak over my life is that sometimes it takes for the ground to be ripped out from under you in order for you to recognize um, the rock on which you stand. And so I can mm-hmm. honestly say that if I did not go through that experience, I don't know to what extent I would really understand my firm foundation today, if that makes sense. So I look yeah. back at the times that I did so often. I mean, for years, I was like, okay, Lord. And honestly, I lived in a lot of regret even coming on the other side of that because I felt like for so long I hadn't taken that initiative. I just lived in sorrow for so long and I lived in that identity crisis for so long. But thankfully, the Lord has now brought me to a place where he reminds me that he used every single piece of it to bring me to the place that I am today. Um, yeah. So, yeah, that that's was a good. Huge, huge change. What about? Yeah, huge change. And that, I mean, what an opportunity got just to grow. What about boundaries, too? You know, because I find with myself is like as we enter new seasons with new friends or a new place, like boundaries have to be made. Absolutely. And that's something that I, I mean, I, I wouldn't say I struggled with, but that's something that I clearly became new to mm-hmm. the past like five years being in San Diego because it's such a different culture. And I have such a Southern like mentality mm-hmm. of just things are, I don't know. It's just the way that I was raised. So coming out here, it's like setting boundaries for healthy friends, setting boundaries, you know, of posting on social media or whatever it may be, because we are high, you know, called to a higher place, like to be an example to these girls and especially, you know, being known as a Christian, you know, but what about boundaries? Like moving into a new place, did you have to really, Tell me about that, like when making new friends or just something that you had to learn, like putting your foot down to protect yourself. Right. Absolutely. Um, That was a huge thing for me. I think stepping into a new school, especially that was a huge challenge for me and I didn't have anyone. And so I was faced with an opportunity to either stand firm in who I was and what I believed or to, um, to step away from that in order to make friends. And there were certainly times where I was so lonely and, you know, people who, you know, people would reach out to me, you know, come with me to do this or come with me to do that or date this person or, you know, whatever, in order to fit in. I definitely um, was presented those opportunities very often. I am very thankful for the grace of God. I certainly was not perfect in it, but um, yeah, I definitely had to had to stand my ground and even though I was in a super weak place weak and lonely Mm -hmm. place I can confidently say I think um that through that rebuilding God did give me a lot of strength and his grace covered me in a lot of that but I think a huge part of boundaries is just knowing who you are and whose you are I think a lot of times in my past where I've maybe pushed those boundaries was from a place of fear and insecurity um, and loneliness honestly and so I think a huge thing is remaining grounded in God's word remaining grounded in your knowledge of whose you are because a lot of times crossing boundaries is a result of fear and insecurity you know Mm -hmm. Um, yeah that's good that in my life so often you know when I'm presented with an opportunity that 
that um, causes me to stoop lower than what I'm called to. Usually my decision to say yes to that is out of a place of insecurity, fear, or loneliness. And so a Mm -hmm. huge thing in that season for me was even when I didn't want to, and even when I questioned God's plan and who I was so often, I remained in his word and I remained speaking over my life, even in the most broken places. Um, I know you have called me Lord. I know that Um, you have called me higher. And even though I did not always get it right, and we won't always get it right. I think that's something to remember too, um, that there is grace. Something that I cling to that my dad has actually taught me since I was young is that, you know, grace doesn't give us an excuse to stoop lower, but it actually empowers us to live out the life of being called higher. And so while there is there is such an extension of grace. We don't want to be sloppy with grace either, you know? Um, And so I think a huge thing for me, as far as establishing those boundaries, I definitely went through seasons where in loneliness, I sought relationships, whether that be, um, you know, with a guy, as far as dating relationships or friendships that I just knew weren't for me. I knew that the hand of God was not on and I entertained some of those things. And, um, yeah, as we all do. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. And the Holy spirit, the truth is the Holy spirit is speaking, you know, God still speaks to his people. And I can look back at so many times where I knew that the Lord was like, you know, you're not supposed to be here. You know, this is not what I have called you to. I feel that 100%. I could go back to the past few years because I've been single. This is January will be year three. Right. But I could could sense just like flags like, Holly, stop. What are you doing? Hello. And it'll be like the beginning of the start of the relationship. Right. And it's like our flesh kicks in and we're like, no, but he's this, this, and right. this. And then we do it. And then it's almost like we run full speed to a brick wall. And he's like, I told you so. And right. then you feel dumb. Right. But it's like over time, as you do that, you realize like, okay, when the Holy Spirit is speaking, like stop immediately. Yep. And you just don't have peace about things. Right. Like never do something just to shove your peace away. Does Absolutely. that make sense? Absolutely. Your peace is so important. Your peace is so important. And, and, yeah, I've learned that. I think that's a huge thing that I've learned. Yeah. Just that. I think sometimes too, in those situations, we try to make excuses. Well, maybe that's not what God is saying. And yeah, I found myself living in the tension and sorrow of moments. And the Lord was just like, I, I'm whispering to you, you know, I'm showing you um, what I've called you to. And if what you're in contradicts the truth of God's word and the higher standard that he calls you to, then it's not of God. And that is such a hard thing for us to grasp because we're so quick to make excuses and yeah. we are so quick to follow our flesh. Um, but I think that's a huge thing that is important to me. And I think what God has called me to is, is we need to know our father's voice. And in order to learn and know his voice, we have to be willing to slow down long enough to listen. And I think Mm -hmm. sometimes in season of seasons of our life, when we're just trying to fill that void, fill that void, fill that void, we're not willing to slow down long enough because we're afraid of addressing the pain that we're in or the hurt that we're in. Because sometimes in those moments, um, when we're alone is when God speaks the most, but sometimes we're afraid of being alone alone, you know? Yeah. Um, and so I think that there were definitely seasons where the Lord called me to times where I was alone a lot, but he was always mm-hmm. speaking and I would rather be alone with Jesus than right, to be surrounded right. by a group of people. Just and so much noise. Right. Yeah. And right. that's kind of where I've been the past year. 
I would say, yeah, I would say like all of 2020, especially with COVID and stuff, like God has transitioned a lot of people out and I like free, I mean, you freak out, you're like, oh my God, I don't have friends. Like, and then you feel lonely and all this stuff. But like, I have come to find, especially this year, like I'd so rather be just me, God and alone and be on the right path than have all these, you know, quantity of people. And it's just so much noise. And, And it's really you can love people, but you have to set boundaries with who you allow in. And, and honestly, I look back and I'm like, man, there was so much time wasted Mm -hmm. because you get so comfortable with the noise. You like how the noise feels, but then it's like, when God removes that, it's like, Oh wait, you know? Right. Right. I think my, right. I know. I think my last question for you is, you know, going from San Francisco to Missouri, um, if you could go back to Maddie, maybe a few years Mm -hmm. ago, what is one thing, you know, going back, to, it could be any moment, but what is one thing as the girls listen to this podcast, you could go back and tell yourself, mm-hmm. you know, learning through what you know now, what is one thing you would go tell the old Maddie? Absolutely. Um, I would tell her, take one simple step of obedience at a time. I think yeah. that we're in a season where, especially through social media, we have so much so much access to seeing where everyone else is at and we don't get to see the step-by-step-by-step process of that and something that the Lord has taught me is that obedience is a step-by-step process and it's full of highs and lows and it's full of mountains and valleys and I think there were so many times where I longed to see what was coming next or what God was doing rather than just taking his hand and saying, okay, here is where I'm at now. And this is the step that you are calling me to take. So I'm not going to fight you on it. I'm not, I mean, I can ask a million questions, but I'm not going to doubt that you're a good, good father and you're leading me in the right direction. And I'm going to be willing to be faithful in the small steps, even when they are so painful, whether that be praying as I stepped into high school and I felt so lonely and I didn't know what to do or what to say. Um, You know, a lot of times obedience looks like doing things that we don't want to do more often right. than not, you know, the spirit, the spirit contradicts or looks different than, than what the flesh wants. And so in the process of even seeing where I am now, and, and I do not claim at all to have it all figured out. There are still questions that I have. God is still, he's always maturing us. You know, he's always taking us to new heights, but in order to do that, we have to be willing to take those small steps of obedience, even when it's painful. And even when we don't understand and just trust that his, way is always better. I think that we've almost become numb to hearing that we've almost made it this little thing, but the truth is he does know best. And if we will live our lives according to that truth and just watch it unfold as we're willing to just take his hand and walk step by step by step with him, he is leading us exactly where we need to be as far as eternity goes. And so I think, especially this year, what the Lord has shown me so much is that when we are walking with him, like you said, there might be so much noise and so many opinions and so much going on in the world. But when I'm walking with Jesus, that does start to become more quiet because I'm confident in the one who is leading me. And so if I could just look back and talk to Maddie, you know, 14 years old, had no idea, you know, her world was flipped upside down. I wish I could just tell her, you know, God sees you and he knows you and he will be faithful to honor every step that you take with him. Um, So that's huge for me. And I think one last thing that I wanted to say, especially on the topic of the girl stop apologizing is something that I've had to learn is I have had to stop 
saying sorry for my to myself and being sorry for myself right um, right if things did not go the way or aren't looking the way now than I expected or hoped that they would I think we can live our whole lives in regret if we're not willing to just let go of our expectation of how we hoped or wished it would have gone and just release that you know apology and weight and guilt and shame and say okay Lord now where do you want me to go I might not be where I thought I would be I might you know feel like I'm three steps behind and then one step ahead but Lord it's you and me here now give me eyes to see what's in front of me and help me not to look back unless I am just proclaiming your faithfulness and what you're going to do stepping forward so I think we have to remember to stop just living in such an apology even to ourselves and saying you know what maybe it didn't go my way you know maybe I'm not where I want to be but let's put our eyes forward and look ahead and just walk with Jesus and see what he does, see what he has yeah. in store. That's so good. I love that. What you said. And it's so true too. Cause like we can get so caught up in all the noise mm-hmm. or just being in routine of how we were raised, whether it was good or bad, the right way, the wrong way. Right. Um, but I think it's so important that even, even if you're alone, feel lonely, like he's always there and he's always talking. But the question is, are you listening? Yes. And that's something that, you know, you can't hear what he's got to say if you're talking or filled with noise. But I'm just really proud of you, Maddie. Like what a, what a season, what a transition and a story too. Um, thank you for sharing your heart on the podcast. And I'm, I'm wishing the best for you in Missouri as you, why don't you tell us for a few minutes, a little bit about you work with, um, live original which is uh sadie robinson's uh, brand yes and so you do writing for her in the app um why don't you tell us a little bit about that and we'll make sure the girls connect with you so tell me how'd you how'd you find sadie or how'd you get involved with that yeah absolutely um i think you know most of us know sadie is she's such a champion of our generation a lot of people know um of her at least and what she's doing Um, And I had followed her on social media, you know, obviously championed her so much in all she was doing. Um, And to be honest, I wasn't seeking the opportunity out. I found that the Lord has just been working that way in my life where Mm -hmm. I've kind of released striving and having to make things happen and just said, okay, Lord, you know, I'm going to be faithful and then you do what you want to do. And it was really cool. I was actually um, quarantined at the time and just in kind of a crazy time, but I had been committed to, okay, I'm going to take this two weeks and just press in, you know, Mm -hmm. um, and take the opportunity to slow down. And her team actually just reached out to me. They sent me a message on Instagram and just explained that they were launching this app and um, it's really cool what they're doing. They're wanting to keep it very generational. So to have, you know, just different girls in different seasons um, speak into people and, and they just yeah. asked me, you know, to pray about being a writer for the app. So I spent, you know, I spent time in prayer doing that and just felt that that was the next step that the Lord would have me take. So um, it's really cool. Cause our this group of girls got to be there sort of from the beginning when the app was launched um and i've been doing this it'll be in december six months now um Mm -hmm. so that's just been an incredible opportunity and i really encourage everyone who's who's not been a part of that to at least look at downloading the app um it's just such a source of encouragement and again there's girls from so many different seasons doing so many different things but i love um, that we're taking the comparison factor out. It's so easy yeah. with social media, um, compare, compare, compare and compete even. And I just love yeah. that in that community, community, the pressure's off and we're championing each other, 
um, in what we're doing because we all have the same goal. So I love that. That's so awesome. I'm so excited to see where this goes with you too, because um, her is in the middle of developing an app as well. So we've got some big things coming for her, but I'm, I'm super proud of you, Maddie, just for everything that you're doing and God's moving and just your voice, you know, I'm believing the, the best things for you. So girls, as you're listening to the podcast, make sure you follow her. We're going to post her all over um, her podcast, social media, connect with her. And thank you, Maddie, just for sharing your heart today. You absolutely killed it. Absolutely. Thank you so much for having me. It is truly such a blessing. And I'm thankful that God opened this door. Yeah. Thanks, Maddie. And thank you girls for listening to the podcast. Um, Stay tuned for